Hello, everyone. Welcome to Potato Thumbs Podcast, episode 150. Anyone who listens to this show on a regular basis knows we, we have fun, shoot the shit, and we will tonight, too. But I think it'd be criminal if we didn't use our tiny little platform not to talk about the horrific murder of George Floyd and the corresponding events that followed. How anyone could watch that video and not be mortified and enraged is beyond me. We've seen this film before over, over, over again. And the following days of escalating violence, often perpetrated by the police on protesters exercising their First Amendment rights, has left me shaken to the core with rage and sadness. If you can't see why Black Lives Matter is important after this past week, you're either intellectually dishonest, ignorant, or racist. The cause was started seven years ago, and over that seven years, people have been trying to tell you over and over and over again that they're not saying that all lives don't matter, but that until black lives matter, all lives can't matter. So if you can't figure it out, if you haven't figured it out by now, you're either intellectually dishonest, ignorant, or a racist. I don't have answers, and I'll leave that to people who are much better versed in this situation than me. Systemic racism is this country's original sin, and for too long I've lamented it from the sidelines. This past week has shown me posting on the internet, you know, screaming into the wind, screaming into the void. And I felt that we needed to talk about getting some skin in the game. So this week, I took my COVID relief check, donated it to the ACLU, Black Lives Matter, and Campaign Zero, a nationwide police reform organization. I ask anyone who's listening who feels paralyzed by anger and sadness to take some time to do some research, find a good cause, and donate. As this past week has unfolded, my mind keeps going back to a poem by Langston Hughes called Harlem. Published in 1951, it still feels relevant 70 years later. And it reads, what happens to a dream deferred? Does it dry up like a raisin in the sun or fester like a sore and run? Does it stink like rotten meat or crust over and crust and sugar over like a syrupy sweet? Maybe it just sags like a heavy load, or does it explode? Play the intro music. I think uh, I think before we before we do that, man, I just want to say, well said. Like seriously, like well thought out, well said. Thank you for. I, it's important, right? It's important. It's important to talk about, and, and we 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 tread a very like fine line. We try not to get into politics and religion and and shit like that. But this isn't this, politics. Yeah, this isn't politics, man. This is this is more than that, and this is about like just like straight up humans, like just human people, just trying to live their lives, and it's fucked up. <sighs> Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's what I said. My piece. I spent far too fucking long writing and revising that and agonizing over it. And then I got nervous reading it. So I hope it didn't sound too bad. No, no, it was good. I can I um, just very short, not uh, not as well thought out as you add a little little take it. I said my piece. I'm good to go. So uh, I, I realized that not everyone not everyone lives lives where I live, right? Not everyone 
um, everyone's environment is different. Everyone's police are different. Um, you know, I have family members that have a lot of family members that have served in the military. And then I have some family members that are police as well. Um, so I've seen good and I've seen bad. Um, I spent most of my twenties living in South Minneapolis and Midway. And those were the two areas that got burnt, uh, this weekend. Um, those were the two big, biggest areas for riots and protests. And that's where a lot of the shit went down. Um, so I spent nearly a decade living in those, those areas. So I know them well. Um, I, I've, I've worked downtown Minneapolis for close to 15 years, uh, maybe a little bit over, no, sorry, close to 20 years. Um, and seven of that was uh, working at the Quest, so that was nightlife. And I've I've seen the daylife and the nightlife of the Minneapolis Police Department. And uh, I've seen the shit. Like, the, the stuff that people are protesting, I have blatantly seen. Um, you know, working at the club, like, the, the police, the Minneapolis police will show up for certain shows, um, depending on who's going to be there at those shows. If we had hip-hop shows... Uh, they would show up three to four times in numbers of what they would show up for for other shows, you know. And when we let 2,000 drunk people out of a concert, like, shit happens. Shit goes wrong. But the difference between the police presence at, like, a punk show or at, like, a country show or at a rock show versus, like, a hip-hop show is night and day. And if we had a hip-hop show, our security guards uh, wouldn't go too far beyond the door because the status quo was we'd let out the hip hop show and there would be three times the amount of police outside. And as soon as one drunk person bumped into or shoved another one, they would start macing the crowd and they didn't give a fuck. Just like you've seen on TV, they didn't give a fuck if it was crowd people or fighting people, people just walking up the street or security guards or people working at the club. I've personally been maced by them just for standing outside and doing my job. Um, and so I made sure, like, on hip-hop shows after that first time I got maced, like, I just never went outside, you know, and our security would do the same thing. Um, our, uh, our, our union police chief is part of a, a police biker gang and proudly wears white supremacist badges on his, on his shit, you know. And he gets voted in by the Minneapolis Police Department. He got voted in, like, three to one to continue to support them. He's a fucking piece of garbage. Um, I had I have coworkers that lived in not that great parts of North Minneapolis that I would give ride homes or rides home to because they couldn't afford cars uh, when I worked at the club. And like time and time again, man, I'd go and drop off my buddy, and we're in we're in my a minivan. Like I had a shitty Windstar minivan, and I'd drop him off, and just stopping at his house to let him out of the car so he could go around my car to get home. Like, police would roll up and, and shine their lights on us and ask us what we were doing. Like, literally just dropping my buddy off because of the neighborhood we were in. Um, and I've had friends, like, and and this is different, but, like, still it, it just speaks to the attitude that that were drunk downtown and they, they mulled off to a cop. You know, they, they're fucking drunk. They got their, their big dick. They're trying to swing their big dick around and, and, and be all proud and, and cool. And they mulled off to a cop and... I had a buddy get put in the hospital for a week and a half because they beat the living shit out of him because he fucking talked back to a cop. So it's it's hard to see if you don't live in this area, but there is definitely something um, 
with the Minneapolis police versus even police in the suburbs in different areas. And, and nowhere is perfect. And not everyone is bad. I get that. But um, there's a reason that people are upset. And I've seen it firsthand as someone who is who doesn't have to deal with that shit. Like, I can't even imagine what they have to deal with. But, um, you know, try and be understanding. If you don't understand what's going on, like, maybe just listen. See what you can learn. Dexter agrees. Wait, is that shit not on mute? (laughs) (laughs) And now the intro music. (laughs) Potato! Potato! Thumbs Podcast! Potato! Potato! Thumbs Podcast! It's Fluffy and the Admiral playing with their fingers and their nips. Uh, Every time. Every time. Alright, can you guys hear me? Yeah, no, we can hear you. Alright, hold on, let me mute it. Can you guys still hear me? <laughs> yes, yes, we can. Still hear you. What in the fuck? <laughs> All right. Oh, I guess, guess my mute doesn't work. <laughs> so Nessie Jesus. can't mute tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna be hearing Dexter a lot. As well. That and yo, know, I I ripped a few farts and I'm not sure if you guys heard that or not. Hopefully I didn't. Not. I didn't. All right, good. No. <laughs> SBD, my friend. What the fuck, dude? What if I do? Yeah. Now you're muted. Yeah. Totally muted. I guess I'll just have to click the mute. That's weird, though. That's what I always do. Like, oh, no, you click it on Skype? Yeah. Oh, weird. Is there, like, a space bar? Let's see. In Zoom, you can hit space bar and it mutes it. I assume (laughs) there is a space bar on your keyboard. (laughs) Oh, my fuck. (laughs) It just fucked all this shit up. Space bar and Skype and it just creates chaos. (laughs) That's so weird that you guys could hear me the whole time. Well, no, it was, it was kind anybody, of perfect. It was perfect, uh, though. It, it was like a good icebreaker for us being serious. <laughs> now, don't tell him that Spacebar turned his camera on. <laughs> <laughs> we have Ghost and Nessie with us here tonight mm-hmm. for episode 150 of Potato Phones yeah. Podcast. Welcome, hey. gentlemen. Hey-o. Hey. We're Thanks here. for having us again. And yeah. Again. Yeah, we, uh, we definitely invited you when... The world was not completely on fire. I mean, certainly there was a small fire with, you know, 2020 being the shit show that it is. But as I saw on Twitter, I can't believe coronavirus blew a 28 to 3 lead over racism. (laughs) Dude, that fucking whoever came up with that, man. Like, bravo. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I also saw I also saw a comment that that said, and they were the home team. (laughs) 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 oh man but thank you guys for joining us tonight yes absolutely glad to be here nessie's still on mute he figured it out he is still on mute that's awesome now he figures while he figures out his mic um do you guys care if i uh, interject here shut the fuck no i want to hear you i want to hear i want to i want to hear hear your things Nessie, would you like to go first? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, go ahead. The stage is yours. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess I just look at it 
on a macro scale, you just wish everyone would just stop being dicks to each other. Yes. Like you, you don't, you, you know, like why is it so difficult for that? Like, I know in some people's line of work, it's a little more difficult, but it's kind of crazy to ask people, just don't kill anyone today, right? Isn't that kind of, you know? And, you know, you, you see all this rioting happen and everything like that, and people are upset because, you know, it is damaging to, you know, minor minority business owners and stuff like that. But it's, when I look at it, I don't even blame them. Because if it's if it wasn't for George Floyd's death, none of this would be happening. So I blame that officer, that oh, guy. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah, sure. Like, could the cops around him could have done something? Yeah. Could the people that were filming it could have done something? Maybe. But he definitely knew what he was doing. And so I blame I blame him. And I blame yeah. You know, on a micro scale, I think it's there just has to be more accountability for police officers and their actions. I mean, police are supposed to protect us. And Nessie and I both have multiple friends that are police themselves. And so we know that there's a lot of good men out there. And there's also bad men out there. Just like, you know, you, one bad apple doesn't ruin the whole bunch. I mean, that's the same stereotypical views that, you know, racism is birthed out of, right? So you can't, you know, look at it that way. But for that particular officer, there's too many deaths that happen after people are in police custody. Like they're here to protect us. Why are people dying after they're arrested by them? Like after you're handcuffed. Like George Floyd's death is the same as if he would have gotten the cop car and they rode off. And then once they got to the precinct, he was dead. Like, that's, it's the same thing. Like, you know, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, it was filmed. Like, it, it was horrible. But it's like, you know, race. I saw a tweet, I think it was from Will Smith, and it said, racism isn't getting worse, it's just being filmed. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's so true. And so let me first say, I'm half Filipino. But I look white, so I understand that there's a privilege and there's, uh, there's benefits that come with looking white. For example, you know, you're, what I've always gotten my entire life, when I tell people that I've just meeting for the first time, that if it comes up in conversation that I'm half Filipino, they say, what? No, you look white. And because there's this connotation that why would anybody that's white ever say that there's something other than being white. And so what's their response to me? Like, oh, you look white. Which is, when you think about it, kind of not okay to say, right? Like, think about me as a white-looking male telling a black guy that I just met for the first time, oh, well, you don't look black. Like, that probably wouldn't go over so well. But with, I guess, looking white comes... Like, I can't, I don't have the right to speak on the racial issues and the oppression and everything like that. All I can speak on is that there's too many people dying after they're in the cus- in police custody. And it's an accountability issue. 
I mean, I think the main issue stemming from this is that it took so long for him to be arrested. Like, it took all of this that's happening right now for them to take action. And it shouldn't, it shouldn't take that long. And I think that's what most people are fighting for. Most people are angry about. Yeah. Well said. <clears throat> I, um... So I saw a tweet from Kobe's, Kobe's wife, right? And I thought it was a joke at first because he was wearing a shirt that said, I can't breathe. And she said, my husband wore this years ago. And Eric I was, Garner. Yeah. It was the and, Eric Garner murder. And I thought it was a fucking joke. And then I saw the sign that had three different fucking people or that was their last words before the cops killed him. Three fucking people. Those are those those were filmed. That's the only reason that we know about that. How many people haven't been filmed? Right? Yeah. And thank God that there that the Black Lives Matter movement is a thing, right? Like now it's getting like national, international exposure, and everyone's finally jumping on board now. But think about the minorities that this happens to that don't have anyone to stand up for them. I mean, when's the last time you heard of someone from the Latino community being murdered by a cop and someone saying, oh, well, you know, if if he wasn't Hispanic, he would he would have survived or he he'd still be alive right now. Like, think about the minorities in this country that haven't had anyone to stand up for him. And it's like Rob said, you know, it's not Black Lives Matter isn't saying only Black Lives Matter. It's saying no lives matter until Black Lives do. And so it, it's it's really shitty that it's come down to this, but I really hope that it's all worth it and does invoke some type of change. Right. It does feel a little bit different this time. Like it we've does. had it. I mean, the list of people who have had their their murders televised over the past ten years is way, way, way too long. And it's heartbreaking every time. Uh, and there's some amount of anger every time. Uh, but this time feels a little bit different and I'm hoping that if nothing else comes out of this, it's that we realize that going back to normal isn't okay. Normal isn't good. We need some level of systemic change in this country and... If you have to fight for it block by block, city by city, it's what has to be fought for. And I'm proud of the people who are out there doing it because I'm too big a coward to get out of my house and go out there and be with them. Yeah, man, it's been really cool seeing Seeing all the people show up every single day. Like, it doesn't get televised, but South Minneapolis has been packed with volunteers. Like, every day with brooms. People just showing up, like, friends, like, filling their trucks with food and shit. We had we had one of our neighbors going down. We emptied out, like, a bunch of our cupboard and just packed her car up. And she brought it down and just, like... Because there's, there's kids and stuff. Like, they had to shut down schools and stuff. And there's kids that that's where... That's where they get their meals, man. 
And she's a teacher. Like, we didn't even think about it, but she's a teacher. And she's like, hey, I know that these programs exist and these kids aren't going to eat this weekend because these, these programs are shut down. So I'm bringing food. And we're like, oh, shit. Like, never even thought about that. Like, here, take a bunch of food. Like, let's load up your car. And I don't know, man. There's definitely good people at work. So... Should we talk about what we are doing since we're on the subject? Yeah, let's uh, let's get that out there and then we can uh, move, on. move on to some of the dumb shit we did this week. So of the serious <laughs> stuff that we have to talk about. Um, so I like I, I wanted to do something because I I grew up like I didn't grow up. I I spent I spent it chunk of my life in these areas right and so um i wanted to do something right we have this podcast i want to do something um so i talked to uh rob and like you guys know rob he tries to play like a like a hard dude but he's just a big teddy bear and uh <laughs> i said i said hey dude what if we what if we just take like what if we design some shirts and just uh and throw them out on our store and just if you know people can always donate like you're always better to just give to to charities but if you want to if you want to have something tangible right you can you can buy a shirt from us or merch or a coffee mug or a mouse pad or whatever it might be and uh we're just gonna look at whatever profits we make in june and um we're just gonna take that and we're gonna donate it to the lake street council and the Lake Street Council is a organization um, where 100% of the money goes back to the businesses and the community on Lake Street. Lake Street is the area that, that got hit the worst. That's where 95% of the damage was done. Um, this, uh, this organization was uh, vouched for um, by a lot of my friends, um, by... Rhyme Sayers, which is Atmosphere, they're they're a South Minneapolis uh, a record label um, by a bunch of people in the community. So it's a very, very legit, very positive charity that does good work. Um, so knowing that that we don't really make a lot of money off of our our merchandise, um, I'm also gonna match whatever profits we have. So whatever profits we make in June. Um, I'm going to match that hundred percent and then, um, Rob is going to match it as well. So we're just going to, at the end of the month, we're going to look at whatever money we've made from selling t-shirts and stuff like that. And we're going to donate that amount. And then I'm going to match that amount and Rob's going to match that amount. So it'll be 300% of whatever profits we make off of shirts and stuff. And I do my best to work on a couple designs and have a couple things out there, but it's basically whatever's in our store, you know, just give to charity, go to, go to help some people that need help. Well, so, a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're interested, I have links, uh, I linked in the discord. Um, I put up Twitter, Twitter limited my message, but, um, there's links in the Discord. You can talk to me if you're curious about the organization. I can I can give you their info. But yeah. So that's that's running, starting now, ending at the end of the month. 
hopefully we can help some people out. That's really As a awesome. transition from the uh, the serious topics, yes. I have to ask Ghost if uh, when he lifts his cat, he needs to be careful to lift with his legs uh, out of fear that he's going to blow out his lower back because it's like a 700-pound cat. I do. He, he's 20 pounds, but feels like 700. It looks like 700. <laughs> yeah, he, he always wants to get in on the podcast. He, he hates for uh, my girlfriend and I to be in separate rooms, so every night when she goes to bed, he comes in here and yells at me like, what the hell are you doing? Like, it's time for bed. Get your ass in there. And I'm like, go oh, wait, cat, I'm playing video games. It's like, So, yeah. I feel like he and Dexter would be good friends. Definitely. The, the cat weighs more than Dexter does. <laughs> <laughs> and being a cat, he would dominate the dog. <laughs> does he have claws? Uh, so that, no. Well, he doesn't have the front ones. That happened. Uh... Mm-hmm. Before I was in the picture. So don't hate me. Hey man, I didn't know I didn't know how bad it was either until later in life, so don't don't beat yourself up. Yeah, it's really awful. It sucks. Um but he lives an amazing life. Like we love our cat. We are obsessed with him too much. Yeah. Seems like you feed him forty seven meals a day. <laughs> <laughs> We've actually reduced his food. We put him on diet, uh like we put him on weight loss food. We got him an auto feeder. Probably, probably feeds him a full cup. Probably should get a rebate on hours. that. Uh, I don't mean to be fat shaming your cat, but I've I think he's gained weight since we put him on a diet. He's getting food from somewhere else. I don't know. Because how wait, how often does that auto feeder, and how much does it feed? Fourth of a cup every four hours. Wait, we we just started it. I don't know if he's really about it yet, but. Every four hours for 24 hours? No, not for 24 hours. Just six feedings a day? Yeah, no. Just uh, <laughs> 24 feedings. So he only gets a cup a day, but it's spread out over 16 hours, I guess. Or I think okay. it's actually 12 hours, so it's every three hours. Maybe you should reduce that to half cup <laughs> for the whole day. It'll work. Thank, thank you, Dr. Nessie. It'll work. I'll, I'll, I'll look into that. You should do it. <laughs> <laughs> like when you said every four hours like i'm sitting here doing the math in my head like dude you're feeding your cat every four hours 24 hours a day like <laughs> jesus christ it's better than i do <laughs> lots okay, of small meals to keep his metabolism up i see lightning yeah. in your back window there oh yeah yeah storms are coming through yeah so <clears throat> should be here any minute now I can hear the thunder through my headphones. So, <sighs> if I disappear, it was fun hanging out with you guys tonight. <laughs> we got we got the speech out of the way, so we're good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be way worse for us because we got the same storm, right? Yeah, but uh, it went it went around us like we we caught like the very edge of it. And then it redeveloped after it passed us. Yeah, like the leading edge is already past me, but uh, there's a second wave coming and hitting pretty hard. So, I don't know. 60 mile an hour winds, three quarter inch hail. Sounds it's going to be a good night for my roof. You guys know if that's heading oh south. Oh my God, dude, that cat is so fucking massive. Jesus Christ. That is a fat. <laughs> 
fat cat. It doesn't help that he's like super furry as well, but like I don't think he's as furry as you think. I think he's just fat. That cat is literally looking for food right now. Like, Ghost <laughs> is holding him. But that cat's just like, where's my quarter cup? <laughs> you remember that uh, Chris Farley skit with David Spade and Adam Sandler where they're all dressed up like women? And uh, Chris Farley's on a diet and just like mowing down food. And then David Spade like says something and he puts him in a chokehold and goes, lay off me, I'm hungry. <laughs> Ghost Cat is the equivalent of Chris Farley in that skit. Yeah, dude. I think that cat ate another cat. I'm slightly worried that the cat, when you throw him on the... Lay off, I'm starving. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Oh. Yep, he's that cat. That's just... (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) It's a visual bit, but... He, he looks bigger on the bed than he did when you were holding him. He does. It's <laughs> <laughs> a king size. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, for just everyone at home it. listening, just think of a pillow and then put fur on it. It's a pillow with legs. A body <laughs> pillow with legs. <laughs> he's also looking at Ghost right now going, where's my quarter cup? And now he's going to town. <laughs> That's disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. I know. Um, Awesome. Anyone play any Destiny this week? (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Yep. No, that was all I had. (laughs) No one? Uh, I played for like an hour and a half on Friday night, uh, helping Bryce get some bounties and missions done in Gambit, and that was it. No raid, huh? No, somebody had to run a marathon the next day, so they went to bed early, and then somebody else, uh, somebody else just didn't respond to us. Was that Hippo? No, Hippo was there playing. Was it Chuck? Hippo and Chuck played Gambit with Bryce and I. Oh, Nessie. Nessie. I responded. I said I was there. What a a bad friend. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. How off brand. (laughs) Okay, now. (laughs) I was was there. I said I would be there for the raid if, you know, if we had some subs or whatever. But, um, you know, no one reached out saying we had a raid squad, so... I don't remember what I was doing, but it wasn't Destiny, that's for sure. We were playing Warzone. Were we? Was I? Yeah. Yeah, you were. Sounds about right. Yeah. I'm hooked on that game. I can't help it. I played a ton over the past, like, four days. Nice. Still only have that one win with you and TJ and Wolf, but a bunch more top five finishes. Do you have your that's- own loadouts now? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's right. They're not very good. And to unlock the best gun in the game, I either need to. No, I just have to buy the full game and use it. Like, play the full game to unlock it. Uh, you're talking about the Gra? Yeah. Yeah. Would, would you be able to buy it from the store without buying the full game? You have to unlock it. The gun itself. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, the tracer pack or whatever. You could buy that from the store and use the blueprint. 
That's right. I could probably do that. I don't know. So the tracer pack unlocks a blueprint, but it doesn't unlock the gun. It does not unlock the gun for you to customize, but it unlocks the gun for you to use. How positive are you on that? Um, 100%, because that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be cheaper than the full game. I'll give it that much. Yeah. Also, it's pay to win all of a sudden. Look at that. Mm, shocking. I mean, so, how pay to win is it, though? Can you, can you absolutely not. not win the game if you don't have it? It's markedly better than any other gun right now. But it comes with these, like, purple tracer rounds that are blinding. Like, for me, I hate using it because it I can't see what I'm shooting at. So strange. I don't have that yeah. same reaction at all, and I have awful vision. So I don't, I don't know what the difference is there, but I definitely paid real money. I started a new thing with Warzone. I gotta get myself out of this hole before it becomes another Fortnite. Oh no! <laughs> oh, he's on an alpaca spree. I have, I have another intervention. <laughs> but, but yeah, going back to your your one win, I'm super happy we were able to get that within like four games. I, I don't I don't remember how long did it take for you to get your first win, Ghost? Do you remember? Oh, dude, like, well, I could probably bring up the stats, but it was like, fucking like. 60-some games. <laughs> One, because I'm terrible at it. Oh, I'm not very good either. Don't worry. There was a pretty hard carry by everybody else. I pointed one precision airstrike at a team that was stuck behind a wall, in between the wall and a gas, and the only way they could get to safety was to run through the precision airstrike. That was the sole uh, addition I did to that entire game. It was meaningful, nice. though. Also, I failed trying to pick Wolf up three times when he died in that game. So all three times he ended up dying was I was trying to revive him. So <laughs> that's awesome. I'm a good teammate. <laughs> I was trying to get Hippo to download it this week because I told yeah. him I was going to play some PC. So I don't know if I don't know if he's going to or not, or if we're going to end up playing Destiny. But I am going to download that game because I do want to play it because everyone seems to love it. You haven't played it at all yet? I haven't downloaded it. I'm definitely hooked on it. I mean... Like, I don't know how much I enjoy it. (laughs) But uh, I'm definitely hooked on, like, playing it and getting better. If that makes sense. That's cool. Yeah. I don't find myself raging very much. Uh, One time when I was playing with uh, Agent H and some of his buddies... Um, when we were the only team in prison and a guy parachuted in while I was down low, uh, scavenging people saw him, didn't call him out. Then when I said, Hey, are you guys above me? I hear footsteps. Nobody said anything. And then I got assassinated (laughs) Then he took my loadout. And then when I flew back into the prison, they still hadn't killed him and he killed me with my own gun. Uh, (laughs) And so that was like the one time I got close to tilting. Because then he stayed in the prison running around away from them for the entire time and parachuted out. They couldn't kill him, even though they saw him jumping off, parachuting out. And he ran away and then murdered them like the same guy murdered the rest of our squad as the circle (laughs) closed later. Uh, It was just like, well, that was a comedy of errors. I don't know what to say about that, but 
That was a good night. We took uh, played five games and finished in the top ten all five times. So nice. That ain't not bad. Yeah. So I think I had sixty three games played before I got my first win. So it, it took a though, while, isn't it? It is. And in the wins that I was that I've gotten, I was like in it till the end. So I was actually not getting carried. I was actually <laughs> involved. But the. Uh, the, f- the first win was super intense. It was out in the open field, you know. Um, but I have have 83 games played, five total wins, and a KD of .82. Better than mine. Although I haven't checked after the last session, which was better than most. But Turns out uh, old Mitchie Stabs is a pretty solid uh, Warzone player, too. He jumped in, and we played trios with me, him, and Val, and... He was a pretty good uh, Sherpa teaching us how to move around the map and stuff like that. Yeah, he messaged me on the... So I was on PC, so all I had was my Xbox app open, which is terrible. I really need to work on that. But I didn't see his message until the end of the night. I'm assuming he plays on Xbox? Uh, no, he plays on PC. Oh, really? Yeah. What did he message me on Xbox for? Because he's probably, if he was playing with somebody on Xbox, jumping in Xbox Live Party is probably the easiest way to go. Oh, that makes sense. And he probably just has my gamer tag, so it's easier to communicate through there. The one night when it was me, uh, Gator, Hazel, and H, that's uh, Todd the Gator, uh, not North Carolina Gator. Uh, but uh, one person on PC, one person on PS4, and two of us on Xbox. So that was a spent half the night trying to figure out how to get the communications to work in the in the game chat across systems. But once that happened, then we had a good time with all of us being able to talk to each other. You were able to figure that out. Yeah, so how'd Xbox, you do it? it was an Xbox Live setting that I had to go in and allow for like communication across uh, cross platforms. That was in the game, or like in the no, Xbox? no, that was an actual Xbox setting. Really? Yeah. So you're saying that we don't even need to use the Xbox Live app? Nope. Uh, Because if you party up, you can turn it on to just be able to chat with your party. So How's the quality, though? It's not great. Like, Uh, Xbox Live is better, but it's not bad. The the thing that uh, is rough is that, like, it'll cut out during loading screens and stuff like that. But it's only right at the very beginning, so, you know... Oh, no, I missed two seconds of your bullshit story as we're flying into warm-up. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to hear you over the plane anyway. <laughs> oh, God, the audio balancing in that game is rough. I've been Awful. playing with audio for, like, every single session. I, I'm tweaking something to try to get it so I can actually hear footsteps and still, like, not go insane with all the other noises. Yeah, just let us mute your plane. We don't give a shit that you recorded a C-130. Let us mute your plane. No one wants to hear that shit. <laughs> God. Just put in the option already. <laughs> uh, what is the new season of Destiny? Uh, two weeks, I think. Okay. Jeez, There's a new season coming out? Yeah. The season of Redacted. Damn. Uh, though, I mean... Call of Duty just pushed their their season was supposed to end today. And they pushed that out, so I'm um, I'm wondering if Destiny is going to do something similar. But I think uh, the ninth they're going to do a reveal. 
they're gonna do their their hype train. Of this be month. It'll be interesting to see if they have a lot of things to hype or not. I imagine. I mean, this trying to build the culmination of uh, this year's story, get us ready for the big fall expansion. Didn't they say that this summer is supposed to be like no other time in Destiny? Well, they're they're not telling you anything about it. Like the whole thing was, you were supposed to like have to figure out what was happening in this next season, way back when. Uh, that's why they call it the season of Redacted because they they're not even telling you what the the name of the season is. Wait, even when the season launches, it's still going to no, be no, no, no. Okay, okay. Us. I assume they'll tell us uh, next Tuesday when they do the reveal. But it's going to be the season yeah. of Cade. Cade's going to come back. The, Everything's going to be fixed. They'll have the staff interviews where they're like, "Oh, it's going to be amazing. It's like nothing I've ever worked on before. Definitely my finest moment." Like you've we said that over the past eight seasons. Those are great videos. I mean, they work every time. Entertaining every time. I have to say they. Bungie does the best Vidox, I think. It's fun. It's fun to see people who are excited about their work. Mm-hmm. It's contagious. Yeah, it is. It makes me want to work there. I still don't forgive them for ruining the Halo franchise. I'm still jaded about that. What they do to it? They ruined it? <laughs> clearly, just said that. It. clearly just fucking said that. <laughs> Jesus. You, you, do you play Halo anymore? All right. All right. All right. Point taken? I mean, All right. I mean, but you could say the same thing about Call of Duty and look where we are today. We're still playing Call of Duty? I know, but we weren't. There was a <laughs> there was a there was a they ruined where it was pretty awful. Yeah, yeah it they went back to boots on the ground, though, so people came back. Advanced Warfare, I would say. Uh, no. Was it Warfare. Advanced Warfare? What? I didn't like Ghosts. Yeah, I Warf- didn't like Ghosts either. Warfighter was the introduction, I think, of the running on walls and little jetpack boost. Yeah, bullshit. yeah, yeah. That, that, I think that was the downfall. Yeah, they saw Titanfall do it, and they're like, hey, that's not a bad idea. And then it, it just didn't work for me at all. Yeah, except Titanfall was actually fun. Mm-hmm. Titanfall was fun. <laughs> the story for Titanfall 2 is probably one of my favorite Xbox God, I never finished one it. stories. I never played it. I never played Titanfall 2. That was really good. I totally own it, and I never finished it, and I really should have. Feels like both of those games were snakebit when they came out, though. Like, they never got as big as they should have, whereas good as the gunplay was and as much fun as it was they never they never really had it got for some reason or another they never got big and stayed big you're talking about both titanfall games yeah well titanfall one was ps4 only right no no, no it was on xbox it was xbox it was one the other way around the other way around oh it was, it was xbox, xbox only. only okay yeah i think it's just because the playability of the games like i feel like they didn't have the support like games do now where they come out with constant updates and stuff like that. It's just like, you're just kind of stuck with the vanilla product. Yeah. After there weren't the a release. ton of maps. You just, well, TF2 guys who played came it a ton out. knew where everything was. You'd get dead really quickly. Titanfall 2 came out, though, when like three or four big games released. Yeah. 
So, I can't remember what else came out with it, but I know I bought it and then I played some. I didn't Battle, play it for like another year. Battlefield came out like Battlefield came out with their super massive Battlefield, uh, the World War One Battlefield right. One. Yeah, yeah. And then Destiny had a drop, and then maybe Division. Yeah. So I don't remember. I don't remember exactly, but I remember I bought it and then didn't play it until yeah. some sort of Destiny content content lull. I went over there to play it. That's exactly where I'm at. Oh, Jesus. That's why I'm playing Warzone, just because I even got bored with playing Trials, and I didn't think that was going to happen, but after playing it every weekend for, I don't know, however... Two week, two months straight, maybe. I just got bored till seven in the morning each day. That's not on me. I don't know why. That's <clears throat> excuse me. That's <laughs> Val. That's a hundred percent Val. I have this really bad like problem of I'll stay on until the last person gets off, and then I'll finally get off or whatever. <laughs> that's a very phrasing. And, so you're uh, saying it took a while for Val to get off? Yeah, Val's the worst, dude. He just never gets off. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> real know. Gordon Sumner here. The it takes man's so a long. Machine. Just, the man's a machine. At, so we're both I there trying to get the other one off, and it just <laughs> didn't work. I don't know what's going on. Hands are getting tired. People are getting locked jobs. Do you, do you like, do anything <laughs> to like keep... Teeth. To keep your hands from cramping when you guys are trying to get off for so long? Yeah, I have like these compression gloves, and that could have been the issue, like this weird material. And, uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> You've seen those commercials. <laughs> um, so I think that could have been the issue, like too much friction. Not, uh, I don't know. Do you guys, like when you go on for on marathons like that, like all night long, do you think about like like endurance stuff, like hydration and fueling? Yeah, we we always drink lots of water. Okay. It's a must. Otherwise, you know, the the wrists start to cramp up. Yeah, and uh, it's just not a good. It's not good. So. Well, and your like your back hurts because you're in that weird position for such a long time, you know, yeah, and kind of like hunched over a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. just <sighs> lots of water yeah. and bang energy drinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit. I was about to declare this uh, horse beaten to death, and then it went on long enough for it to be funny again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Anything else, video games? Uh, Nessie, why do you think we got tired of trials? You think it was the meta? No, it's uh, the, the loop pool for me. I mean, there's nothing to gain from it. Yeah, the the weapons are just there, and they weren't outstanding, and they weren't they didn't have a depth version, so they weren't really like better than what normal version. There was only just the one version, right? So if you could get that weapon whether you went flawless or not. So there was no urge to go flawless. You know, I we talk about this all the time, but going back to the D1 trials and getting the messenger and the adept version of that and just literally ripping face with that gun. I didn't have a gun from trials that I felt filled that void from trials of the nine or this trials version two or D2. So 
It just there was nothing to chase for. Yeah. Now that you say that, you know what I think it was for me? It was the fact that there's no sniper better than the revoker. So it was like, what is the point in trying to get any other weapon that I know that I'm not going to replace this with? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that just reduced, what, half the weapons right there for me. I think there is I think there is value in, in putting some of those top-tier weapons behind top-tier things. Like, they should have top-tier, like, shred-everyone PvE shit behind Hard Nightfalls and Raids. They should have top-tier kill-everyone PvP stuff behind Trials. Like, it makes people want to go for that stuff. And you know what? Like, people argue, like, hey, uh... Why would we want to give the best weapons to the best players? Well, you know what? That dude's going to fucking kill you no matter what. So at least make it fun for them. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no, honestly, like you can, you can give ghost, uh, uh, average gun and give me the best gun in the game. And he's still going to kill me nine times out of 10 because he's a better player. So what does it matter if you put really good guns behind hard accomplishments, man? It's like, uh, not forgotten was, was amazing and you had to work really hard to get it and you know what it was worth working really hard for and that's that's what they should do you know it's still good yeah i i agree i do think that they shouldn't lock like really good pvp weapons behind pve content does that make sense yes if if, if it's a really hard weapon to get it should be like it should be rewarding in its respective environment. Yes. So if it's in PVE, you need to play PVE to unlock it. It should be really good in PVE. If it's I, really good in PVP, you should be able to unlock it in only PVP. And with the amount of playtesting that I assume that they do, they know what's good where. Like, oh, yeah. they, they playtest the shit out of their fucking Crucible meta. Like, they know their Crucible meta. Like, like they test that shit. They know what's good. And, yes, they have their outliers. They have their fucking pale hippos that can pick up a bow and map everyone all day long. But they also have enough data to look at the numbers and say, this, this archetype is good for these reasons. And I agree 100%, man. Like, like good PvE weapons should be behind good PvE goals you know recluse should not have been a pvp thing recluse should have been a pve thing right like do you think that was just their best way of getting people to play something that they're not i think that i i 100 think that that is their strategy is yeah, like, to is to shuffle weapons around to get people to play other things besides what they want to play and I Which get is it. bullshit. I get it. It makes sense, but it's <laughs> fucking biased, stupid. But that's bullshit. No, it is. It really is, man. Don't make yep. me farm two thousand nightfalls for mindbenders. Right. Exactly. Just take no, shotguns out of the game. I mean, just give it to everyone. No, but like Sometimes seriously, you just like need think, one. think about what it does. Like, yeah, it's fun to it's fun to farm nightfalls with your friends, right? For the friends aspect of it. But I would much rather play with those same friends in PvP for a PvP weapon. And I'm going to have so much more fun doing that. 
than I am doing a repetitive PVE thing that doesn't appease me. But there's people that like farming strikes. Hi. Oh. Right. Oh. <laughs> so 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 give Admiral Nips his fucking PVE weapons to farm for. You know, Mindbenders is not what you're going to take into fucking Nightfalls. No, it's not that good of a PVE shotgun. No, so, yeah, I, I'm with you 100%, Ghost. 100%. Oh, we did actually on Friday night play some uh, PvP after we got the Gambit stuff done. And flying into one game, Chuck got a message to uh, join a party. And he hopped over there. Oh, no. Uh, and it was a bunch of, like, 13-year-old kids. And they're like... They were apologizing for what they were about to do uh, in the party beforehand. And he came back over. They were all running Telesto with uh, bubble titans and <laughs> the thing that creates extra orbs. Um, but they were 13 and dumb. Uh, so they started their bubble train and screwed it up the first time. And Bryce got a quad Nova bomb kill. And then our other blueberry got a quad Nova bomb kill. So we had such a big lead that when they started doing their bubble train again, we just stood out there to the sides and let them just sit there. It was the longest game ever. I think it was a control game where we won with 70 points (laughs) as it went to time. Oh (laughs) Um, my God. uh, And then they invited Chuck back and, uh, they said, sorry, we disappointed you, Dad. And he's like, he he said, you know, that's why I left, I think was his response. <laughs> that's why I left your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Uh, there was a bunch of other good ones, but I was drinking, so I don't remember all of his, his witty comebacks. <laughs> I assure you, Chuck did not uh, did not care that they were young kids when he was telling them, talking shit to them. <laughs> He's uh he's good about that. <laughs> big tough guy beating up on little kids, Chuck. I mean, you feel like a big man. Yeah, I mean he is a big <laughs> man. If you've ever met him, look, kids can't fight back. It's the easiest thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can. They just doesn't do anything. Doesn't oh help. God! I was shadow boxing with my nephew over Christmas this year. Oh, this is definitely caught story. him with an uppercut. Yeah. <laughs> just like straight up <laughs> thankfully didn't didn't like rock him or anything like that it was like just a glancing blow but <laughs> i definitely was like trying to fake throw it and it definitely connected with his chin and i was like <laughs> i was like expecting him to go down and start crying and then i don't know if it's better or worse that he was fine probably worse if we're being honest did not do much for my ego just punched that kid in the chin and he's like yeah i'm good let's go play <laughs> yeah <laughs> Didn't I'm even powerful. feel it. Yeah, right. <laughs> awesome. Anyone play anything else this week? Uh, I got conned into buying Minecraft for PC because Minecraft the game dungeons because the game looked beautiful on PC. And oh, by no. that, it means download the shader pack that gives you cool looking water and cool clouds. For those of us not watching, he's using air quotes for literally Lots every Yeah, there is like word. Yeah. there is like 30 of them. Uh w- would it be safe to say that the the person who conned you uh is also in this call? No. Actually. What? It was Nessie. Yes. It, what? Get the fuck out of here. It was Nessie it was not and me. Falco. 
Oh, fucking Clay. <laughs> <laughs> talked me into getting it. It was super hard and to talk him into it. It looks the fucking same. It looks the fucking same. It's just fucking water and ah. a cool sunset. And it's bullshit. But you like in Minecraft, right? So it was a perfectly good purchase to buy the game? I did get to practice my movement on the mouse and keyboard a little bit. It kind of helped. I did enjoy that part. It's going to help out a lot. You just need to keep doing it, obviously. But Yeah. I don't know, man. Minecraft is just one of those things that you know I enjoy. It's, it's stupid. It's dumb. It's relaxing. I don't have to fucking concentrate on anything. I don't rage at Minecraft like I would at Destiny or Warzone. So... Go my ahead. kids my kids talked my wife into getting it for her phone because they've been playing it again. So she uh we didn't we didn't come across it across doing it on Monday yesterday because we ended up skating and, and biking instead, but she said okay, so we're gonna get it on her phone so the four of us can go mess around in their their creative worlds. Wait, do they not have a uh, switch version? No, they have it on tablet. Oh, okay, that makes sense. So you're playing that too, though? Yeah, I have it on my phone. Okay. So my daughter has my Xbox account because I didn't know, I didn't understand how the profiles were going to work. So whenever you see me playing on the Xbox app, it's my daughter. Okay. And then, uh, and then I created another account for my four-year-old, and then I have an account, and then we'll we'll create one for my wife too. That sounds like a fun family time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, the kids, so the kids, you know, they, they, uh, well, my seven year old can kind can write and type, but she figured out voice, like that there's a microphone on the keyboard and that the eggs just spawn whatever. So, like, they'll just go and they'll, they'll just say, like, the most messed up, like, things to try and search for eggs to, like, spawn animals and stuff like that. You know, and they'll just, you know, I, I'll be working or something, and I'll and and I'll hear them like playing together, and one will walk over to the other, and she'll be like, "There's like, there's like eighty hustle over here. What are you doing?" <laughs> my my four year old's like, "Yeah, they're my friends." <laughs> <laughs> you got a real Carol Baskins for a daughter there. Yeah, dude, it's 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 funny, man. It's it's absolutely funny. It's um. So we got the the Java edition, which is the one that allows you to like put mods on it, kind of mm-hmm. like what Ghost was talking about. So down the road, not probably not too far off, we're gonna put the <laughs> we're gonna put the Pixel Mon mod on there, which is what allows you to play like Pokemon in Minecraft. And Ghost is never gonna be able to put it down. He's just gonna play with those twenty four seven. I can't wait for it. Ghost looks just despondent. Yep. <laughs> Un- unimpressed. You guys might find it hard to believe, but I did play The Witcher 3 for the better part of like <laughs> 10 hours on Sunday. Oh, what? Yeah. So That is shocking. That is very off-brand. And I told myself this time I was just going to play through the story kind of quickly and not worry about it. I played for 10 hours and advanced the storyline exactly one mission and did all side quests and exploring the entire time. Is it exploring if you already know everything? 
Well, I don't remember exactly where on the map these things are. Walking so every time I wander up on the question mark, I'm like, I wonder what this one is. And it's like, oh, it's that one. Cool. I did find a little hut out in the woods that I didn't know existed with a dead mother and child in it. So that was weird. Jesus. Wow. Right? Are we still talking about the game? Yes. <laughs> oh, or <poor> Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> what about Gwent? Did you play any Gwent? Uh, a little bit, not a ton. Uh, I did. There was a big uh, Gwent tournament on Twitch this weekend, so I had that open the entire weekend, watching like the eight best players in the world play Gwent. You but I didn't play it on myself. You weren't playing yourself. I thought professional players got sponsored to do that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, they do like the top eight people in the world i think i'm currently sitting at like 8400 on the pro ladder so you're close yeah there's an eight in there yeah (laughs) there is an eight in there (laughs) no i'm not nearly good enough those guys made some ridiculously good plays and their ability to calculate numbers that quickly when you have 90 seconds to make your play and go through all the uh the motions before the game just says all right, time's up. We're done. We'll do something random now. Uh, it's just, I'm not at that level, and I never will be. I not was with a that attitude. Math kid. I'm not a world-class math kid. Not with that attitude. Hmm. Yep. What about your other side, bitch? Uh, Civ. Civ 6? Yeah. Uh, so, last night... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Truth comes out. <laughs> Val and I played Warzone till about uh, must have been like nine o'clock, and then he had to call his lady friend up in Canada. Um, Late night. So I was like, "All right, well, I'm just gonna go to bed." I'm like, but I'll play a little bit of Civ Six first, and then it was two thirty in the morning, and I didn't know what happened to the last, you know, five plus hours. Um, and that son of a bitch, Alexander the Great, was giving me shit. So I had to <laughs> finish killing him off. Uh, and then it was three. And then I'm like, wow, my alarm clock's set for two and a half hours from now. Um, I guess I'm going to bed before I finish this game. And then my pets being the awesome pets that they are, Miles came in and headbutted me in the nose so hard that my eyes watered. At 3.30 in the morning to wake me up and feed him. So I am running on fumes today. Uh, The gym session was not as explosive as I wanted it to be. (laughs) Because Civ 6 is the worst game ever when it comes to one more turn disease. It's like, oh, it's 10.15 at night. I can play one more turn and then be in bed by 10.30. Oh, it's not even 10.30 yet. I'll just play one more turn. Oh, well, this... (laughs) This district's going to be built in two turns. I can just play those two turns. The district will be built when I come back, and I don't have to worry about that. I can start working on the next thing I want to build. And then I'm, you know, a completely useless human being the next day because of that fucking game. Next thing you know, next thing you know, you're saying it's not even six yet. (laughs) True, true destiny or true Nessie style. All All I heard from that was that your cat headbutted you harder than you uppercutted Chuck. Uh, not Chuck, my nephew. Oh, your nephew. My 10-year-old nephew. Oh, okay. Damn, I was... I've never ever cut in Chuck. Maybe I was just hoping Chuck got punched in the face. I don't know. 
we always talk about roughhousing when we go out to uh, Albuquerque, and it never actually happens. It's because there's spiders everywhere. There are spiders. <laughs> roughhousing <laughs> spiders? <laughs> are you mad? <laughs> he needs to come up to our turf. Where the insects cannot kill you. <laughs> I'm not trying to get bit by no Black Widow. Well, Black Widow won't kill you, but you'll know you got bit by one. Yeah, I'll fuck you up enough. Yeah, I don't need that in my life. No, dude. Plus, there's always the chance I would lose that fight to Chuck. And then I don't need that in my life either. So <laughs> That's we'll just keep chance. talking about it. That's a slim chance. Do uh do Hippo and I have to go first? Are we the lightweight event before the main event? You guys are definitely like UFC? the undercard. <laughs> I'll totally pay pay-per-view to see this card. <laughs> I think you guys should make that happen. Oh. I don't think you got much of a chance against Hippo though. I don't either. He's got that uh old man strength. No, I mean I I totally agree. I don't either. It's it's not happening. Uh, okay. Anything else? Video games. Ah, no. Yep. I got nothing. Uh, it was a light week for me, man. I Same. Uh, I did not play, but I plan to. I plan to get back on that horse this week. Yeah. Stop running and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I ran for four hours and eight minutes straight on Saturday morning. What did you so run? Two marathons. Fun. Nope, Based off my one. cousin's time, that's I know, <laughs> dude. It's so fucking crazy. <laughs> my what well, is funny because my buddy, one of my good friends uh, here who runs, um, he's the he's the the buddy that I always talk about. That's like, oh yeah, my buddy who buys all the shoes that runs a lot. He also ran a marathon on Saturday, and I didn't know. And he posted his time, and he ran like he ran low sixes, just like your cousin. I'm just like, dude, that's so like, he didn't, he didn't say what that's his times were or anything. He's just like, oh, dude, I also it. ran a marathon today. Like, oh, we're buddies. And I am like, you fucker. And I went and looked at his times and it was like 620s or 16s was his pace <laughs> or some shit like that. And I'm just like, dude, you're a fucking animal, man. Like, it's just absurd. Cause your cousin, your cousin was literally trying out for the Olympics, and she was in the six flat, like, basically. Yeah, she was like single digit sixes. Of, yeah, till the last couple of miles, she was uh, averaging six minutes a mile, and then I think she ended up at like six oh six for her mile pace by the end. Yeah, that's insane. I mean, Jesus. she took eighty first, so in the Olympic trials, so that's not so awful. And you know. Now that the Olympics aren't until next year, she just needs 80 people to, you know, fall out between now and then. And bam, she's right there. (laughs) They'll probably run it again, won't they? Yeah. I I don't know. That feels real bad, right? If you qualify for the Olympics and then the Olympics get canceled and you have to re-qualify the next year. I mean, I understand that it may happen. I'm just saying it's real shitty for the people who qualified if they don't qualify the next year. I just want um, a bunch of like overweight, out of shape athletes competing. <laughs> you know, you know. Like I want to um, like three hundred twenty so pounds Williams and just bowling? dunking on people. Bowling? I dude, <laughs> I think it's funny though because like, I I wasn't expecting like any sort of pace. Like all I wanted to do was finish. So I purposely tried to like 
really not run fast at all from the start. I was like, I just want to be as fucking casual as possible because all I care about is that I actually finish this. And I ended up running like exactly what my comfortable pace is for for the race. And I was like, dude, that's that's cool. Like and my my heart rate zone was like low almost the entire way, which was awesome. So that's great. Yeah. Did you run that many miles before? Like at one time? No, no, the most I'd most I'd run was twenty. And they say that like the 20, you know, 20 is 20 to 26 is the worst or 22 to 26 is the worst, depending on who you're talking about. <laughs> oh, oh, is that the worst part? <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, it wasn't what it wasn't as bad. Like I've had fucking 10 mile runs that were harder than than Saturday was like it was just I, I was well rested. The temperature was really good. Um, it just it worked out for me. It wasn't a, it wasn't a struggle. The last two miles, though, my legs, like, I could feel my muscles being like, yep, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> like, we'll still run for you, but but we don't got shit left in us. So mm-hmm. I, I'm sure I looked pretty ridiculous running. And I, the way my... my Is where um, you're running to Shiki? No, I did not, no. <laughs> uh, the way my... Uh, I assume you look pretty ridiculous in that as well. Dude, it was... <laughs> okay, so it was like 50 degrees when I started. And the first, like, when I was lapping every five and a half miles, I was lapping back to my house and and grabbing water. Like, I had set out a cooler, and my wife was nice enough to, like, be outside and hand me a water bottle as I ran by. I'd do a lap around the neighborhood, which is, like, a half mile. And I'd give the water bottle back to her and keep running. And the first five and a half miles when I came back, my hands were so cold that I had to juggle the water bottle because my hands were literally freezing holding the water bottle. Because it was like 50 degrees. And then when I came back around for the 11 miles, like they were like kind of sort of numb because it was so fucking cold out. And I was just like, but that's ideal because if it was hot and muggy, it would have actually been hard, you know? So like it sucked to have cold hands, but at the same time, like I didn't sweat a bunch and it wasn't like thick air. You know what I mean? So So it was just an easy 26.2. <laughs> like yeah. I said, dude, I've had harder I've had harder 10, 15 mile runs than I'd, than what it was. So I'd say the worst part for me is like when you have to start using your arms because like you're transitioning from the walk into the you know the jog. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you're traveling at the same speed, but you want to show the cars that are waiting for you to cross the intersection that you're like trying to move <laughs> Going faster. faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the worst part. Dude, it's really Awful. funny th- that the you say that about arms, though. Even yeah, though they've yeah. just waited that whole time, you're like, you give them the, see, give I was the hustling. And the... I got you. Um, Continue. My, Continue. Dude, my, my forearm, like, because my arm, because I am moving my, I'm, my arms in, like, the running motion for, like, four hours, dude, my forearm muscles look jacked. Like, they look so <laughs> stupid. So, what was that running motion again? I mean, people yeah. listening can't see this, but... <laughs> For those who are listening, Fluffy's miming, uh, masturbating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. With the his smile on my face. Look massive. Yeah, but he's got his hand rolled over, so he's got the thumb pointing down, which is, <laughs> that's an awkward technique, but whatever works for you. Oh, I don't shit. It's on my wife's camera. I was Whoa. hoping that I had it. <laughs> <laughs> the masturbating? Nothing. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, that turned. I want to know what your um like what the rest of your Saturday looked like in like your recovery from this like like were you super lethargic or what after you um, did this? No, I knew I had to eat food. Um we all do. So, uh <laughs> the 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 wife and the kids had a bunch of chairs set out in the front yard. So it's funny because <laughs> so you ate the chairs. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was funny because like they had a finish line set up for me in the driveway and I had to run I had to run like one driveway past my driveway to actually finish. So like I came in the, I actually had to do a lap a lap and a half. So I came into the neighborhood and they're all like cheering like, "Yeah, finish line." And I'm like I'm like they really think that like the finish line's just going to be at my driveway like conveniently like I just perfectly have 26.2 mapped out so I would run up the driveway. <laughs> and I'm like I'm like dead, right? It's been like 4 hours, right? You know, maybe more than that cuz I have to run like a half mile. And I'm like I'm like holding on my finger. I'm like, I got to do one more lap around the neighborhood. Like the kids are all excited and cheered. I'm like, I'll be back. And I do my lap and then I'm coming around and I'm looking at my watch and I'm like, shit, I still got like a 10th of a mile to run. So they're like cheering for me again. And I had to just like run by them, (laughs) you know, and then I hit my 26 two and then I turned around and I couldn't stop moving. Like, so it wasn't like I could just stop. Like, I had to, like, keep walking. So then, like, like the kids are, like, all cheering and they want to, like, put medals on me. And my wife's trying to talk to me. And I have my, like, my wire, my, um, my Bluetooth noise-canceling headphones in. And I'm just fucking ignoring everyone. And I'm just <laughs> walking back and forth, Jeez. like, pacing in my driveway. And I'm like, hey, thank you, guys. Like, I appreciate it. But I need, like, I need, like, two fucking minutes to just, like... Just like catch my breath and walk here for a second, like because because I'm kind of fucking crazy. <laughs> just just give me like two minutes, and then I then I like you know drank some water and I was good. And then I sat down on the lawn chair and had like three beers, and it was really cool until I had to try and get up out of the lawn chair. <laughs> I don't know how you pulled that off because as soon as you get kids in the car, like 15 minutes into a two-hour car ride, they're like. Are we there yet? <laughs> and you made them sit there and watch you run in circles for four hours? No, 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 no. No, I did I did five and a half mile loops. So, <laughs> so not it was roughly circles, it was of- roughly like forty five minutes. So like every forty minutes, Debbie and the kids would come out and sit in the lawn chairs and I would run up within like three or four minutes of of that time frame and they'd hand me a water bottle and then i would go out on another 45 minute loop you have such a good family so yeah dude i mean they were they were they were troopers they totally were so fucking done with it though by the time i was done (laughs) how were you were you so done with it too at that point in time oh yeah i was totally done with it at that point in time (laughs) so when's your next one i don't know I would, dude. I was not planning this one. Like, I wasn't training for it. Like, we we decided to do it like three weeks before I actually did it. So, if I do it again, I want to train more and be better about strength training and building up miles and stuff. But I had a buddy that his marathons were canceled and he wanted to run a marathon, and I was like, okay, I'll do one with you in May or June. Like, 
let me figure out where I'm at and try and run 20 miles again and try and get my miles up and I'll go. And then another one of our friends was like, hey, my birthday is on the 30th. Do you guys want to run a race with me? And we were just kind of like, oh, fuck it. We're doing it on the 30th. And that's that's how it happened. God damn. So my friends are smart enough not to ask me if I want to run a race with them. <laughs> it's a real quick way to not be my friend anymore. Yeah. Dude, look, look at my look at how weird my forearm looks in that picture that I put in Discord. <laughs> Jesus. Isn't that isn't that crazy? It looks like it it looks like you're cramping. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Probably yeah. dehydrated. Oh, I guarantee you I'm probably yeah. dehydrated. I mean I was drinking water every forty five minutes, but still. Looks like you uh stayed up playing trials with Nessie and Val for like <laughs> Far get, too long. Trying to get Val off for too many hours. That's, that's what exactly, Nessie's forearms exactly look like every what weekend. My forearm looks like after. You're not wrong. Holy shit. Turn your camera on. Let's see it. Well, it would be like six hours from now or so. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, not right now. I'm not doing anything with my wrist right now. Yeah, it was funny though because I didn't even notice that till my wife posted those pictures. And I was looking at the pictures and I'm like, oh, that's a cute picture of my child put my medal on me and then I'm like what the fuck is going on with my arm I often ask that question (laughs) that's why we're sleeveless shirts so you can get the full picture (laughs) yeah so here's the thing about sleeveless shirts when you don't have any shoulder definition I'm just wondering why you go with them (laughs) god (laughs) like maybe do an overhead press one time it's just a lot of work (laughs) maybe you should run the you know when the the tough 22 to 26 mile range you should just do that on your hands on on my hands just handstand (laughs) run just crab walk it (laughs) oh Oh, jesus i I did a home workout for the first time so i so the I've somehow found uh, an exercise mat and some resistance bands at a local grocery store and got them and was going to start my workout. And that's. And you have a 20 pound kettlebell. A kettlebell? That's clever. Kettlebell? That was hot. So I was going to start my workout that Monday. And so the Sunday before that Monday, I. Woke up in bed and I was stretching. And I think when I was like stretching really hard, I felt something like kind of not pull, but like lock up in my back. But it was on my side. So it wasn't in along my spine. It was like along my rib cage. And so I kind of like just kind of sat up real quick and and stretched out, worked out a little bit, kind of went away. I was fine. Um, And then that Monday morning, it was horrible pain. So, and I had to work all that week. And so I was working like 10 hour days out in the field, like lifting and lowering stuff. And I was like trying my best to keep my back straight and use my legs and everything. If I'm tweaked in just the wrong direction, everything would lock up and I would not be able to move. And it was hard for me to breathe. Like if I took deep breaths or coughed or sneezed or anything, it was just sharp searing pain. Like it, it literally felt like I cracked a rib. Like, I don't know what I did. I don't know if it was like the muscles that line the rib cage or that. Sounds like you have a serious case of the old. Yeah. I felt super old because I was fucking immobilized. <laughs> and so it took me like 
three weeks for that pain to go away for for it to like for me to not feel it anymore. So wow. like I, I can only explain it as I cracked a rib because I've never <laughs> had like a sore muscle last for three weeks, right? And I so if you tore some cartilage in your ribs or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but it was awful. Like I could not take it like any deep breaths, like any like thing that I had to overexert myself. I couldn't breathe hard enough to like. Dude, ribs are horrible to injure. It was terrible. Like I was mobilized. Yeah. So it, either way, so I, obviously I didn't work out for that. And I finally got to doing a home workout the other day. And I just did like a short 30 minute circuit. And I did all calisthenics. I did a total of 100 squats, 100 push ups, and 100 like sit ups or hyper crunches. And I thought I was going to die. Like I almost <laughs> killed myself. Because of how out of shape I am, it's horrible. Oh, it's, it's rough. Horrible. It's it's definitely rough. So I bought those uh, fancy squat shoes that uh, Panda had shared in the Death RX uh, weight loss channel cha- channel a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Today was the first day I got to use them. Uh, one, they are not like regular shoes, and it takes a little while. It's going to take me a little while to get used to them because the heels are like really thick and really sturdy so it almost feels like you're you're squatting from the balls of your feet instead of like your full foot flat on the ground the heels are raised yeah and these are for squatting yep squats you want raised heels uh to activate your quads more um i thought typically i've seen people work out without their shoes on because uh so they can lower their heel uh, deadlift, you want to lower your heel. Barefoot deadlift is uh, a thing that a lot of people do. Bare deadlift in their socks and stuff like that. But okay. Um, but anyways, they're great. They're just going to take me a while to get used to. But the the funny part is like the weights that I'm trying to move right now seem so pedestrian compared to what they were three months ago, and it's just like all of the the connecting tissue is sore, like my hip flexors and. <laughs> It's just like, well, glad we're taking it slow, but it's going to be late summer before I'm back up to where I was, I think. Dude, my strength training, too. Like I said, I said at the end of uh, April, I was like, dude, I I did a really bad job doing strength training last half of March and April. May is going to be my strength training month. And then I decided I was going to run this marathon and focus totally on distance. And did not do my strength training. So, once again, June, June is going to be your strength training. Uh, I'm 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 going to wait till like Thursday or Friday before I start though because I I've had old man legs uh, this week. Like I I ran one mile on Sunday, no on Monday, and then I ran four something or five something this morning. So. We'll see if I can if I can get closer to six to ten tomorrow morning, and then then I'll start lifting. It does feel real good to be back in the gym and having the bar on my back again? Just like a smile on my face, even though I was dying, because it's like eighty percent humidity in that gym when it gets muggy here. So you feel pretty comfortable with the whole pandemic thing still going on? No. Are you taking any like other precautions? You wear uh, a mask. No, I'm not wearing a mask, but there's like, like I said before the pre-show, 
uh, when I've been there, the most people at any one time has been eight in there. So wash my hands when I get there real good. Uh, go through the workout. Don't touch my face, which can be tricky sometimes because the stupid glasses like to slide down my nose. But I'm just focusing really hard on that and keeping myself, you know, cleaning up everything before and after I use it. Uh, but no, uh, it, if I get uh, COVID-19, it's going to be because of the gym. And I, I'm, I'd rather I didn't, but I also like the mental health strain on myself uh, not being there was starting to take its toll towards the end of May. I was having, I was having a really hard time with it, which is strange because I live alone and I like being alone and don't fucking call me. Uh, and yet I was still sort of starting to have that, like, I just need to be there. Well, yeah, I mean, because look at how far you've come and all the hard work you've put in just right. for it to watch it dwindle away because not because you're not doing anything about it, because you can't do anything about it. On the other hand, I did lose 15 pounds during the time the gym was closed. So that feels great. Hopefully not muscle mass. Hopefully it does feel like some diet. of it had to have been muscle mass. Yeah, I'm sure some of it was muscle mass. <laughs> Just crying my gains every day when I stepped on the scale. I've lost five pounds and I know it's muscle mass. I've put on probably five pounds. Well, you need to put on five pounds. I'm, I'm back Skinny on bitch. stepping on the scale every day. There's a real possibility Ghost Cat is heavier than you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so you guys want to hear an interesting stat? Too bad. I'm going to tell you anyways. Uh, it has been 83 days since I have stepped inside a store or done anything socially with people. Best 83 days of my life. That's I guess it's easy crazy. to do when you just make your wife do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Just uh, ordering, ordering food and shit. Like, we haven't had to go anywhere. It's going to change, though, because I uh, I have a, a, a doctor's appointment next Monday, so I have to break my streak. But, yeah, it's fucking... That's a, lot, that's a lot of days. So, we're under even more of a lockdown now with the riots. So, we've had riots in Raleigh, and... I think it was Saturday night. Raleigh got like downtown Raleigh got ransacked. And now like we just went to the store. I think it was that we, I think we got there at seven twenty, and all we needed was bread and they were closed. And literally like the national guard, like two soldiers standing outside of a Humvee were like posted up at the intersection. And it's like even more of a lockdown now. Like everyone's closing early. Everyone's like literally like Target has like here has boarded up their windows. Yeah. And is just not opening too. at all. That uh that made it problematic for us to order groceries this week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, our, our our fridge got kind of bare on uh over the weekend, but today I was able to order some. So I I got some groceries to come some fruit and stuff but yeah we were we were basically down to like canned food and and the frozen chicken that i had in the freezer we ate pancakes for dinner yeah we made <laughs> made a lot of waffles and pancakes yeah. this weekend yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you do the kodiak cakes uh i you know what uh i donated the kodiak cakes to uh to the lake street 
like thing that my neighbor did because I don't okay. like Kodiak cakes. I'm sorry. Can't do it. I'm a crusteds, crusteds pancakes and waffle mix man. Okay. Yeah. Did you try the Kodiak cakes with milk? No, no. I've only tried them once, and I just remember not being excited about them, so I didn't give them a fair second try. See, like if you want to do it, obviously the the lower fat option is like water, like one cup mm-hmm. water, one cup mix, but milk is the way to go for sure. Really? Oh yeah. Kind of milk. So I do the Fairlife milk. Have you guys done the Fairlife milk? Uh, I was going to, about? but my wife got really mad milk. at me because she said that they're really horrible to their animals. So, okay. Yeah, there is that. But I'm sure <laughs> if you look hard enough, you'll find right, right, right. you'll find some retard punching a cow in the head. Anyway, their milk apparently is like ultra filtered. So it's lactose free and it's like higher protein per serving. And typical milk. And it actually tastes good. I mean, I always mix it with everything. I'm either like making a latte or making pancakes, right? So, I mean, I don't really drink it just by itself. But I like it. So that's that's the milk I... We got the chocolate milk, or I purchased it by mistake uh, when we were ordering groceries. And I thought it tasted really good. But yeah, I was I was also told I'm not allowed to order it anymore because <laughs> because she had seen the videos. It also it also lasts longer too. Like it takes longer yeah. to expire. I don't know if you noticed that. Or, or um, organic milk is that way too. Like if you buy organic milk, it's yeah, the, strange the shelf life is way longer than regular milk. I guess all those hormones make it spoil faster. I don't know. Hold on. So Fair Life had an issue with their cow situation. That's what you're saying. There was another, there's another farm called Fair Oaks that was having the same thing. Was I just don't remember hearing anything about the Fair Life, but I vividly remember the Fair Oaks. Are they? There were two different situations with that. I I don't know. I don't know if they're related or. Yeah, I I didn't do any personal digging, but my wife was pretty pretty adamant about my choice in milk selection. Yeah, you just gotta not look those up. Wait. Wait, massive corporate farming uh, companies have yeah. substandard animal treatment practices. You and I now are on the I've same level everything. here. <laughs> we're we're on the same level here, buddy. I I I didn't want to get into the debate about uh, all the other food that we eat that is animal product, but um, you know, you got you pick you pick your battles. Yep. The nice part about growing up on a farm, you know a lot of farmers and can get, uh, you know, much more uh, small-scale farms to deliver the meat for you. As yeah. I thought you were going to say, uh, what's the what's the the illegal milk? Uh, whole, not whole milk, but the unpasteurized milk or whatever. Unpasteurised milk, the the stuff that they got <laughs> about in yeah. Wisconsin. Because apparently, dude, I, I don't know. King. I don't know if it's sta- if it's like how true it is, but like apparently, like a lot of people die from that shit. I don't know anybody, but damn. Well, you don't know a lot of people, so small sample size. <laughs> the thing I'm happiest about, <laughs> honest. The more by people design, I meet, the design. more disappointed I am. Not for lack of trying. <laughs> Yeah, in in North Carolina we have poultry and we have hogs. And if you've ever been to either of those processing plants, it will take you a while to eat either of those again. 
Yeah, we raised uh, we raised pigs up to forty pounds and then sold them on. So we did not have yeah. to deal with the uh, the end of it. We had the cute little baby pigs and got them to the spot where they were starting to not be cute anymore, and then shipped them off. Yeah, people don't realize that they grow to be like six hundred pounds. They're huge. Like literally, like mother pigs are the worst moms. They have to be. It's horrible, but they they have to like feed their young in cages because they will step on them and kill them. It's not so much the step on. It's the uh, when pigs lay down, they don't lay down slo- slowly. They just flop over on their side. Oh, so like you have their to have, stomach or whatever? Well, they're like standing up and then they'll just flop. So if you let, you know, if you don't have the bars there in the cage to. Oh, you're lose, talking about the mother. Yeah. The mother yeah, pig yeah. is like as they flop over. If you don't have the bars there, there's a reasonably decent chance they will flop on their entire litter and then. You know, three months, three weeks, three days worth of work and feed has gone down the tube. And all of a sudden, the bank comes calling for your mortgage payment. And uh, it's a whole John Steinbeck novel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a hog plant in Smithfield, North Carolina, not too far from here, that processes 32,000 hogs a day. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was that a place you guys all went on class field trips when you were growing up? <laughs> yep, that's a lot of pork. One of the um, bacon. One of the Dad Tills podcast um, guys. I've uh, I've had the the pleasure of having breakfast breakfast with him when he came up to the cities uh, for the children's hospital up here for his kiddo. Unfortunately, but uh, we made some time, got some breakfast, and he runs one of the. I think the biggest hog farm in Iowa. That's saying something. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. So it's cool seeing his posts and when he gets like new machinery and stuff like that. (laughs) I'm sure that's cheap. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So anyways, uh, should we, uh, add music? Oh, fuck. Dude, I always forget it. <laughs> always forget. There's well, I mean, notes. it's sort of a new thing. You guys really haven't been on since we started it, so <laughs> I can understand how you forget. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Nessie finds so, a song. So Ben this week. Sent in uh, Blue in Green by Miles Davis. It's so funny, dude. I almost read the album title again for the artist. Oh, no. <laughs> Stop doing that. <laughs> it's just it's just the way that it's laid out, man. It's not in my favor. Uh, okay. So this, we're on day two? Yes, we, we are. We're on day two. So is that a totally separate playlist? I don't think I it is. In it fact. is. Oh, yep. We're up over an hour and now that it's an hour, so you can listen yeah, now to it and have it be a real playlist. Now that it's like an hour and twenty minutes, uh, I should probably start sharing it. Um, okay, Admiral Nips, what do you got? Uh, it's been stuck in my head for a couple of days, so we're gonna do uh, "Bullet with Butterfly Wings" by Smashing Pumpkins. I see a Potato Thumbs 2.0 and a Potato Thumbs podcast day two.
Go with the day two. Day two. I don't know what 2.0 is. Someone's infringing on your uh, podcast name here. Jokes on them. We just burned down the remainder of our podcast tonight. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. I I'll go. Uh, I'm gonna add "Dear Black Sun" by Brother Ali. He put out a he put out a he's a native of South Minneapolis. He put out a um a good a good speech today, and uh, he made reference to this song, and I went and listened to it again. For the, like the millionth time, and uh, it's a good song. It's got it, it's uh, got a good message, powerful message. So thought it was appropriate for this week. Ghost. Nice. So I I didn't pick anything relevant to current situations. I just picked a song that I've been vibing to here recently. Excellent. Uh, it's by a band called Rainbow Kitten Surprise. <laughs> And it's called When It Lands. Awesome. It's a fun song. It's uh it's good to have good good songs on the playlist. I appreciate that. Yeah, I figured I'd give you your first one. Gotta start somewhere, right? Yeah. I mean we I tried. did put good vibrations on the for the first is, uh, show on this playlist. So that is true. Like somebody had to do it. You can't have Marky Mark on the show and not put that song on. Yeah. Solid pick. So, was Mark was Marky Mark's pick what I thought it was? Is, have you guys listened to that? I've listened to the playlist. I don't know what you thought it was going to be. Didn't he pick like the La 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 song, or what did he pick? Yeah, that was him, yeah, wasn't was it? Him. Yeah. I don't see it on here though. Yeah, it's the second oh, wait, there's song. Between Juicy and Good Vibrations is La La La. No, this wasn't the song I was thinking of. No, I've heard this song. I was thinking of a different one. All right, have we vamped long enough for Nessie to have yeah. found a Sorry, song? Sorry, Mark. I, I really do appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Got you, girl. So I'm just going to send it to you, Fluffy. There it is. Okay. Um, so the song is called, let me get back to it, uh, Wicked Games. It's from the Westworld Season 3 soundtrack. Um, just another chill song, no lyrics, just, just listen to it and vibe out. Who's the composer? I don't I'm not fucking saying his name, dude. <laughs> Ramin Jawadi? I'll take uh, that, yeah. I know it because I put two or three of his songs on the day one playlist. I did as well. That guy's yeah. so good. He like, is. He does mm-hmm. also everything. The, uh, so good. the score for Gears 5. Interesting. Oh, shit. Yeah. I think he did songs for Game of Thrones and like any yeah. huge HBO show he did. He balls out, dude. He's really good. Very talented. Cool. Well, thanks for adding songs to the playlist, boys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, 
Anything else before we uh, wrap her up here tonight? No, sir. Not for me. I've spoken my piece. I've got like four hours of Civ 6 ahead of me. Ooh. No sleep? Till Brooklyn. All right. uh, I'm trying to convince myself that I need to wake up in five hours and go running. So we'll see how that goes. Sure, you don't uh, want to play Warzone? I, I, not tonight, man. I'm I would love exhausted. to play Warzone, but you didn't even respond when we asked you the other day. I had a full Howard. squad, dude. Howard. All right. You want to play Warzone? Uh, you want to get Nessie, a game in right now? Yeah, you won't. But I will, uh, I will download it, though, this week. It's I'm going to edit the podcast tomorrow. So I'll, I'll start downloading it after I edit the podcast. Um, Cool. It's well, a big hey, download. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I'll start it. I'll start it after slow. I'm done editing. It, so it takes a while. Um, so, uh, everyone, once again, uh, for everyone that supported the show, thank you very much. Uh, this week or this week, this month, uh, whatever you buy from the store, uh, we're gonna donate to charity and we're gonna match it. Uh, each of us is gonna match it. So, um, just uh, if you guys want to give to a good cause uh we put out our uh our always beg racist uh logo today i'm quite proud of it i went and purchased one for myself (laughs) 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 and uh i actually have another design that i'm about halfway done with that i started working on while the the family was watching a movie so um i'm gonna try and put out you know one or two more designs before the month is over um, and try and change it up a bit. So, anyways, uh, to everyone that's uh, that's helping us do this, thank you in advance. Um, and uh, Ghost to Nessie, dude, thanks for uh, joining the show tonight. It was fun, boys. Absolutely. Thanks for I, having uh, us. I can't recommend these mouse pads enough, though. Honestly. Oh, that's right. You got one. Yeah, I got a giant Ghost to Nessie bright pink mouse pad, and it's nice. It hot really pink. is so fucking hot. nice, dude. Hot pink. Super hot. <laughs> I'm hot. not surprised, man, because I've, like, all hot of the clothing. Pops, dude. Uh, dude, all the clothing that I've purchased is always comfortable. Like, it's cut well. It's comfortable. Like, my hoodie was super soft. My shirts are all cut well. Like, the material's good. So, I'm not surprised that the mouse pads aren't amazing. Yeah, for sure. Recommend. Maybe I'll have to get a teabag mouse pad and replace this NES controller that I have on my on my table right now. <laughs> cool. Alright. Alright. Thank you okay, guys. Bye. Bye guys. Okay, bye. <laughs>